Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Levers. <laughs> hey, everybody! From the stately Breakwell Estate, the manor here, I am Steve Olivas. I am Steve Mighty Redwood Olivas, and he is James Charlie Brown Christmas Breakwell. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, when I showed up, when I showed up, James's manservant, Doremus, met me at the door with white gloves and the whole tuxedo, removed my jacket from me in a very sort of stiff way, and led me into the kitchen here where I saw James and... We've had a lot of time to eat pizza and break bread, but I didn't ask you how you were doing tonight, James. Well, I was doing great until you showed up at my door, and then the <laughs> evening has been downhill ever since. I was in the knocking motion, and you walked down the steps, and you had that, ah, oh, is it tonight? I, I had mentally blocked it from my mind. I thought you might forget or die before you got here. You're kind of old. You're quite, your health is always questionable. You never know, but here you were, so... No, I understand. I have the same reaction to myself when I look in the mirror every day. I do want to say, I am wearing pants Thank this evening. Goodness. And uh, it's sort of a watershed moment for me doing this podcast, <laughs> almost literally and figuratively. But uh, you are in, tuned into the podcast where James and I have an improvised, <laughs> we make up words too once in a while, an improvised debate about our, about topics I can't think tonight. It was That's all of a that. Good sign. Uh, that, that <laughs> I like where this is going. Ah, but a couple things that yes. I want to talk about. But tell everybody what the topic is going to be tonight. The topic tonight is glasses versus contacts. Yes, we are going. By the end of this, you are going to see clearly who is better at arguing, and it's going to be me. Do you wear contacts? I do not. So as an impartial observer, wow. I am prepared to argue either side of this debate, whereas you are clearly biased. I am biased, and if it comes out, it'll come out why I'm biased. We'll see how the Guam... And by the way, I did bring with me to a, a stately Breakwell Manor, I brought the Guam Quarter of Fate, so we will have the official quarter of wrong and wronger to flip. But a couple of odds and ends. Okay. And I wanted to start by having you plug yourself. Don't quote that one out of context. <laughs> But uh, I just subscribed to your newsletter, and uh, let, I don't know if everyone knows that your newsletter is even available, but it's pretty cool, and tell them how they can get in touch with that. Uh, the easiest way is to go to my website, explodingunicorn.com, and off of any of the pages on there, any of the side pages, it's always over in the corner. Uh, there should always be at least one link on my timeline as well to it. It's just a, a MailChimp time list, but it, or uh, email list. But I, I send out, basically it's a full comedy article every week, letting you know what I've been up to, what sort of disasters have been going on, what kind of bodily fluids have been leaked. It's all that good stuff in there that you only find out by being on the newsletter. I don't, I don't post it anywhere else on the internet. So it's a, a very select few who get this information, and there's probably a reason it doesn't spread any further than that. I'm one of the select few now. <laughs> James, this feels like public access television, doesn't it? Yeah, it might be a step below. I feel like yeah. uh, if public access doesn't have a cell phone recording, <laughs> it probably has a real camera. Uh, you have to hook your TV into the toaster in order to get oh. a lot of those stations. But All right, so check out the newsletter. And the last one was good because you spent Father's Day... Doing something that dads don't tend to want to do. Yeah, it was, uh, well, yeah. Being in the emergency room, we, we make a fair amount of visits there lately, at least for our <laughs> youngest child. Yeah, she decided that that was a good day to do a face plant on a dresser drawer 
and she got two stitches and now a few days later it comes out she had a black eye from it too and a nice line across there so she looks like she got in a fight with the gorilla but really it was just a dresser so pick your opponents wisely that's the lesson there and if you want to read all about it subscribe to the newsletter and you'll get a chuckle out of his children's pain because that's what james does <laughs> yes speaking of painful Okay. You know, the YouTube image, you usually capture me in a very unflattering pose to put for our wrong and wronger YouTube. This week, you did yourself that way. If you haven't seen James about to chomp into a banana, it's one of the most disturbing images what? you will ever see. Go to YouTube and just, even if you don't watch the video, which you're going to want to because it's a good one, but just look at the still photo that James selected to advertise that episode. I ate that banana with grace and poise, and I will not hear otherwise. As well as, as it is possible to eat a banana, I, I ate that <laughs> I ate it as well as could be expected. Well, apparently you did something right because the poll this week, now we're recording this a little earlier than we usually do, while we had the closest poll in history last week, this might be the most lopsided poll in the history of Rome. It Wrong might and be, but it's probably because I screwed up the poll twice in a row. So the first time I posted it, it linked to the wrong video. I've been, doing, <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing videos where I'm trying to teach myself how to draw. So if you click on the link to go and see us debate how to eat a banana or how to open a banana, you saw a video of me drawing a wombat, <laughs> which really confused people. And so it was up for like six hours. Oh my and then God. I realized that was the problem. So like oh. at 6 a.m. this morning, I deleted that and in haste posted a link to the right video. But in doing so, I dropped the one of the wrong options. I dropped, uh, I think it was, it was Moses on a motorcycle. It was Moses on a Harley. Nice. And I dropped it. So really there's one fake option that's a number and then two real numbers. So a lot of fake votes are getting tossed in and I don't know what's going to happen. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, it's just, it's chaos. My world is falling apart. The wombat still isn't drawn. It just, everything's falling apart. Well, if you want to learn how to draw a wombat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, for the time being, I got to rally my troops because Breakwell is crushing me like a pill bug this week. It ain't even close. You do realize that this will post after that poll is closed. <laughs> if you have a time machine, As go I back saying. in time and vote for him. If you don't have a time machine, don't worry about uh, it. Well, uh, lastly, and I know we, we got to get to the... I, I don't even know how much time we've been doing this. I forgot to start the stopwatch. Like, I'm all discombobulated here. My beauty is throwing you off. <laughs> it's, it's something that you got throwing at me. I do want to say that... Uh, for everyone who thinks that Breakwell's got cute kids, I will confirm that they are all of that and even more in real life. And uh, your daughter, Lucy, all I heard, I was sitting here waiting for you. James kind of wrangling his kids <laughs> upstairs. And Lucy comes down the steps and goes, hey, Steve, <laughs> this four-year-old kid. I said, what? And she said, I got a balloon. <laughs> we had a whole conversation about it. But yeah, she calls me Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on that kind of basis. We actually have an entire YouTube segment, Lucy's Show and Tell, where she just takes random objects and talk about it. You turn on a camera, she's going to stand in front of it with an object. <laughs> well, I've trained her to do, but while you were doing that, it's because I got called upstairs. The reason we usually record this at 9 o'clock on the dot is because all my kids are safely in bed. Today, we tried recording it at 8, and I've been interrupted about 16 times. The last time, I got called upstairs because Waffle peed. 
And I thought she, they said Waffle peed on her bed, but she didn't. She pooped. And she didn't poop on her bed, she pooped on my bed. So the comforter and all of that is currently in the laundry room. Oh. That's, that's a problem for me 20 minutes from now. Let's get through this podcast. Wow. And he complains that I don't wear pants. Look what he's got going on. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, it's chaos. Always. <laughs> we have, in the background, we have the staircase leading from upstairs. And uh, Waffle is coming down. Go upstairs, you don't have clothes on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, wait right there. Let me say a couple of things while James goes and tends to a naked child coming down the staircase. Uh, these are the kind of things that David Letterman never had to put up with on his show. But I do want to mention that uh, I ran a poll about one of the, the arguments that we had a couple weeks ago. I'm just going to talk over the den because... As you can guess, there's an entire car filled with nitroglycerin going through like a glass pane factory behind me. There's a child that's possibly being tortured, uh, certainly close to death, and it's not going to be going in silent dignity, one of those kind of deaths. But I will say, real quick, that I was right, and I wish Breakwell was sitting here to eat a little crow, but I had to look at males versus females showering in gym class in high school, and uh, I was surprised because roughly half of the respondents were men and roughly half were women. But I will say this, that for the female vote, that two-thirds of the women did not shower as high school students after gym class, and the men were half and half. So I was right. You're coming down looking like you came from like some <laughs> war-torn third-world country. Oh, this podcast is going to be 90% screaming in the background. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing to those children? I picked her up and carried her up the stairs. She searched for her mom. Oh. <laughs> the next bell you hear will be DHS showing up at James's front door. Well, anyway, so... Men, boys shower at a much higher rate than girls do after gym class or in high school. Or they lie or have worse memories. No. If you were polling high school kids right now, yes. it'd be way more accurate than asking people 20 or 30 years after they graduate. How do you not remember if you took a shower in high school? Well, if you block that part of your memory out, some of us accomplished things after high school and some of us peak there. So I know for you, high school was the highlight. For me, oh, it was just a God. prelude. I wish I could go back. <laughs> if I polled kids now, it would be zeros across the board because they don't take gym class anymore. You know, I think they do a lot of places. Maybe not down where you are in fancy Nashville. It's like <laughs> laptop time or something. Up here in rugged Indiana, we still do things with our hands and run with our feet and do all that good stuff. You said you only had it one year of high school. I did. I took it two times, though, at the community college to get out of it. Like, you could go there and do, like, a weightlifting circuit or something a few times and get out of it. It was the easy way. I took the easy way out. You know Holy me. What would cow. I do? Well, <laughs> we had gym class literally every day of the week for four years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we had to do it three times, but I did two at the community college, basically just working out on my own. And one time I took it there and it was horrible. It was. <laughs> it was exactly as bad as you'd expect. And I say this, it wasn't because it was hard. It was just always kind of humiliating. There was always something I couldn't do. There was that shuttle run. Do you ever have to do the presidential fitness test? Yes. And I was in, I was in pretty good shape. I did track and cross country and swimming and all that. I could not do the shuttle run. What is I, the shuttle run? I don't you have remember. to go like it's like twenty feet back and forth, and we had to like bend down and pick up chalkboard erasers and run them back. And I'm kind of like a freight train. I could run forever, but it takes me a minute to get up to speed. And I couldn't get to the end, bend over, bend over from six feet in the air to the ground, get back up and run back. I just couldn't do it. Wow, I could never do the pull-ups. That one was hard. I could do chin-ups, but I can't do pull-ups. So that oh. one I always failed. And there was uh, something like, 
wasn't there a rope climb or something? No, they, they ended that like in the 60s. I mean, they, they ended all the really torturous ones back in your day. <laughs> By the time I got there, it was a more civilized age. But that does segue into my compliment for you for today. Oh, we have compliments? Yes, <laughs> wow, we get one. That's good, we're going to change time zones so that everyone <laughs> can adjust their watch here. The, uh, my compliment to you is you are the most secretive marathon runner I have ever seen. I don't even know what that means. You've done more marathons than I have, which shocked me because I ran all the way through college. You've done, like, you told me today, 30 marathons, 30, yeah. something like that? I did uh, 30 marathons and three ultra marathons. And you would never, if I were to pick you out of a lineup, you were the last <laughs> person I would expect to run a marathon. You were, you're hiding a marathon runner under the rest of Steve. I know. It's like Michelangelo. Him. you got to look at the block of marble and see the, the statue underneath. No, that is true. And I appreciate you bringing that up for everybody, as humiliating as my current state of being happens to be. But I will compliment you. I will just reiterate again, which is redundant. I hate when people do stuff like that. I will reiterate again that uh, you have a great family, James. And I say that in all seriousness. I had never met your wife before, Lola, and she is just as lovely as people don't know her because you never really put her on Twitter. But uh, great. It's just a great family. you got a great house. I, I admire all that you've crafted for your world. I, I thank you for coming into my, my illusion here. There are a lot of people who don't think my family is real. <laughs> they are people. Probably. I might have just paid, I might have hired actors for tonight for when Steve showed up. You just never know. You've got, uh, you got loud actors. I'll yes, say that. they play actors, the part. They are into that. They're passionate. Alright, well let's get to the uh, minute and a half debate that we're going to have. <laughs> And uh, we always flip the glom quarter. The glom quarter? The glom. I'm being distracted. You got another kid coming down the steps. And uh, uh, it's the quiet child. That's though. fine. She will sit uh, crisscross applesauce and just watch us. So that's cool. All right. What will the two sides... And we already said the topic. Right? Yes. Glasses versus contacts. Right. Heads, I will argue contacts. Tails, I will argue glasses. All right. Contacts is heads. Tails is... And we got heads. So you yes. are contact lenses. Oops. I'll, you know what? I could I could end. <laughs> wow, that was sticky. I could end this debate right now, which I will. Look at who wears glasses. Do you want to look like this guy? Is this what you want to see when you look in the mirror? Yes. Or do you want something that looks like this? I'm not wearing contacts, but if I did have contacts, you couldn't tell because it would just blend in with the rest of my face. You can go anywhere and nobody even knows you need eye correction. It settles in. If somebody hits you with a basketball, you don't have to worry about them breaking or falling off your face. They, they, they fit right in. They don't change who you are. They don't define you. Contacts are freedom. And I don't know what argument you could possibly have against that. If you want to look like a golden retriever, you can definitely try to pack things on your face to look like James. A lot of hair. He, he can't have contacts because they wouldn't make it through the fur. you got to have glasses, though, because glasses add wisdom. Glasses add maturity. Glasses add a modicum of respect that I wouldn't get otherwise. And there's so many options when it comes to glasses frames. If you're a hipster like James, you get the bad frames on there to go with your beanie that hasn't been washed in eight and a half years, but you wear every day even in the summer anyway that uh, glasses you can have uh, like trifocals bifocals when you hit a certain age your eyes change over a weekend and they never go back you youngsters you will get here eventually so glasses really bring a certain air of adulthood that uh, james aspires to one day become no i don't i never want to be an adult <laughs> that is the worst advice i have ever heard don't grow up contacts give you flexibility you can get the disposable ones, you wear them a few times and you throw them away, and you're just done. 
glasses, you're wearing $200 on your face. And you know what? They're a scam, okay? I've, I've seen some TV shows on this. There's like two or three major glasses manufacturers, and they jack the price all up. It's a monopoly. How much do you think it takes to manufacture that? A tiny piece of metal and two plastic frame, or two you know pieces of lens? They've been making them for 200 years. They should have the manufacturing process down. TVs that were $1,500 five years ago are 200 bucks now. Glasses that were $200 50 years ago are $200 now. The price doesn't go down because there's a monopoly. You think you got some special technology in there? No. You're a sucker. That's what wearing glasses says. I like to pay too much for what I wear on my face. That's what you're doing. <laughs> I was trapped in between. Now, you made fun of my word, but you just used the word zzzzzz. I want to get that syllable stretched out for 14 Zs. No, you know what I got? I might have Monopoly glasses on, which, frankly, the Monopoly guy wears a monocle, not two glasses. But James wouldn't know that because board games were out of style by the time he came through. But what I don't do is jam a finger in my eye. A dirty, disgusting... Do you know where that finger has been? I do, and I don't want to talk about it. we got kids running around the house here. The point is, I don't want to put that thing in my eye when I'm trying to put in contacts. The reason, too, that I don't like contacts other than just the nastiness of them, is I tried wearing them for a week in high school, and it was bad. When I was in high school, they didn't have uh, soft lenses. They only had the hard lenses, and I have an astigmatism. So it's like trying to put a coffee saucer on a football, and it just didn't work, and it scratched up my eyes, and I hated it, and I will never go back. And I just, I can't stand things touching my eyes. Everyone who doesn't wear contacts, try touching your eyeball once. <laughs> just tell me how lovely that experience is for you. I ain't going to do it. I glad is all the way. You know what? I think most people, unlike you, can wash their hands. It does not surprise <laughs> me that you, who so proudly said you did not shower in high school, would have dirty hands. <laughs> what? what? There's the connection. What? Some of us have soap and water. You wash your hands and then you put in the contact. You avoid infection. It cuts down on the pain. It solves everything. And your eyes get less sensitive as you put in contacts. My wife wore them for years because she's less of a baby than you. She just popped them in and she was good to go. And then you know what she did? She let them slice open her eyes with lasers to give her perfect vision. Seems kind of like cheating to me, but that's what she did. She's just tougher than you. Glasses are for pansies. You can't tolerate the pain. Your wife has to be like General Patton in order to put up with you. I imagine she is the toughest hombre in the bunch. But uh, no, glasses all the way. You got to go with glasses. I don't know how much time we have left, how yeah. much longer we can go on this. <laughs> this might be our shortest episode ever or our longest episode ever. And you know what I don't have with us? I don't have dice. <laughs> well, why don't you come up with a number? What okay. is your favorite number from 0 to 100? I'm going to be 27. I am 27. Give me why. Why that number? It is the day I was born. It is a good day. You, like, every month on the 27th, yes, you celebrate month. your birthday? 12 birthdays a year. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. It's incredible. So, I'll be darned. You're, like, uh, 380 years old. Yeah, in Twitter years I am. We age differently. <laughs> you come and you go faster. You are going to be 80. 80 even. You, that's wait, a how can you call my number? Because you said pick the numbers. I said pick your number. Oh, it's too late. I declared it. You're done. Why? <laughs> All right, why is Steve 80? It's about how old you look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rounding down. <laughs> Wow, and I look more distinguished and older because of the glasses, <laughs> the spectacles that I have sitting on the bridge of my nose. And my nose has been broken twice. I've been punched twice, had my nose. My nose got pushed underneath my eyeball one time. What, I'm are, you, guess what you, are you about to say? You deserved it both I times. I, I did. almost made it number three tonight. <laughs>
But anyway, the doctor had to grab my nose and pull it back into place, and I could hear it cracking all the way back. But anyway, so I got to get my glasses kind of special tinkered with to make my nose look straighter. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> all right. So you are 27. Yes. I am 80. And is there going to be a dummy number? Yes, I will let you pick. You go ahead. You have the power. Do what you will. I will say the number will be 13. 13. We will go lucky 13. All right. So those are your choices. Remember, you're voting for who won the argument, also for who's prettier, but mostly for who won the argument. So if you wear glasses, but you think I won the argument, vote for me. If you wear contacts and you think I won or lost the argument, vote for me. Just vote for me no matter what. It's the American way. And if you're confused by what all of that meant, <laughs> just hit the number 80 and don't worry about it. And remember, wherever you're watching this or listening to it, be it YouTube or Podcast Addict, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, hit that subscribe button because it fuels us. It, it's, what, it's what convinces Steve to drive 55 hours to my house to never... Uh, what was going on here? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're having a thing. It's okay. okay. We got kids. We, got, we have a live studio audience. This is the first time we have ever had a live studio audience, and it has weirded me out. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's the deal. Vote for me, and uh, Loser has to do a ridiculous penalty video. Make Steve dance. My kids could, could use some time. Oh, your kids are itching to dance. I can tell. <laughs> they got their dancing shoes. They're warming up this week. All right. Until next week, this is Steve Olivas for James Breakwell and a cast of hundreds of Breakwells running around in the background. But tune in next week where we'll see you again. And in the meantime, remember, two wrongs can make a right.